Hello. I have no music today because the music is in my headphones. I'm listening to the same song over and over again called Over My Head by Alabama Shakes. And I have an essay for you called Please Say Hello to Me. This is a one take reading as to maintain at least the (laughs) semblance of authenticity between you and I. So if I start crying, I'm just going to keep going. And if you need the transcript, it's available on my substack at ismatu.substack.com, always linked in the description. Without further ado, I feel like I am in a zoo. I am terrified to be here, and I have done a poor job of communicating how frightened I am. I am fucking terrified of the world in mass, and even more frightened of the way people tire of it so fast. So fast. I am in the middle of my own narratives, realizing there is no sense to be made of this life, accepting whatever I am able to stitch together. I shroud myself in my quilt of loose cares and attempt to speak to you all, right? that's what this is all for to speak to each other and to learn to care for one another even if we may never be neighbors or get ice cream shakes or pass each other at the library I feel like I am on display lately I attempt to speak and people marvel they laugh and they gasp and they applaud look a life feelings learning And then I am consumed and walked by. I end up so visible and so lonely. At the risk of sounding untethered and ungrateful, I want to vomit. (laughs) I never set out for any of this, any of this. I have avoided social media my whole life because I was afraid of being boiled down and taken like a shot acceptable and pretty and briefly inspiring and so far from the humanity I managed to only enjoy by myself in the night sucking a cigar and nursing THC spiked tea lonely to my bones and probably better than I suppose better than speaking to be disregarded or worse speaking to be marveled at instead of spoken to instead of responded to. I came to TikTok because I was being consumed everywhere else. Everywhere else. And I trained myself to like it, as it was my only option at the time, and I was drinking and smoking myself to a slow, lovely decay. I started off on the app pretty and light, and I was busy dying slowly in private, and I didn't want to overdose one day on accident without ever at least trying to be happy so I tried and I was a hit and it was weird and largely by accident and I felt like I was flying being so sweet and so easy and managing to make others feel so cozy I assumed all this would pass I waited to come back down and then there were all these eyes all these eyes at once and growing and I didn't know what a hundred thousand followers subscribers in five weeks (laughs) or so would would do to me Uh, in this life I enjoy hiding in numbers like that quickly begin to be unimaginable 
and I had never really been on social media before. There's no manual for this. So like what happens now at the time? Foolish. (laughs) I was like, well, nothing happens. I thought this won't really affect my life in any real way. Right? Like how would it? Why would it? I got a call from a friend sometime in March of 2022. So that's maybe like six weeks after my first video, maybe. And he said, you're on TikTok? I was like, how did you know that? Did you see me? He said, no, I don't, I don't have a TikTok. I saw you in a YouTube compilation. Oh. I think that's when I put my mind in a jar. Then and there. I'm, I'm going to tell you another secret. I had every right to be scared. Every right. Nothing about this keeps me safe. The longer I am up here, visible, editing quicker, training myself to be more and more captivating, becoming wittier, being better read, better at this, the more the more better I get at this, the longer I spend suspended in this limelight that I was certain would pass without fanfare. The better I get, the longer I'm here, the less inclined you will be to say hello to me. The longer I am up here, the less people speak to me like I can see them. I'm not doing any of this to put on a show or or garner attention. I'm here because the thing that grounded me most when I was crash landing into sobriety was picking up my phone and saying, aren't you all also frightened of the way we all tire of the world so fast? And having people speak back to me instead of around me or above me or without me. Even when we weren't in agreement, people said hello to me. And now I speak and I am told that I am inspiring. I am told that I am so beautiful and so intelligent and I do not care about these things. And I really don't think you should either. It's not that I am not glad to inspire people. It's that inspiration is really tangential to the point. I am speaking to you. Please say hello to me. I didn't understand the heights and depths of my actions last year when I was busy trying not to die. Finding something that made me happy speaking to you all. I can never go backwards. I'm watching the worlds that we each hold in our hand die uprooted, die flooded, catch fire. And I've asked you to help me save my own world in small ways and ways I can touch. I ask you how your world is. I ask you what you can see. People used to speak to me and now I am inspiring and unreachable. No one says hello to me at all. I understand that's the fine print of this contract I signed with the stage, right? That I am consumable and thus polished and made a little bit artificial and presented to you so that maybe you can swallow me down without ease or interruption to your regularly scheduled programming. Fine. Fine. We're here now and can never go backwards. I can admit that I did myself a disservice when I trained myself to like being consumed. That was a lie easier to maintain when I was drunk or high or both or otherwise hazy. Now I am sober enough again to dream when I go to sleep at night and I am mourning this fractured ability to be here with you all feeling. 
to be raw in complexity, to be unfolding in real time. Do I, I, do I even know how to do that anymore? I don't want to be fucking inspiring. Nobody says hello to me. I am grieving a life that I can never return to and I cannot focus my brain enough to cry about it. So here's what we're going to do. We're here now and I will tell you what I want. I want you to remember that you are in my living room. I know I have catapulted here, made big enough such that other people orbit around me and check for me and care for me, and that the condition of being a Western creator, especially one who is in the United States, is that I am placed automatically on the world stage. I know that I did choose this, at least to some degree, and I know now that you all are not do not feel like a nameless, faceless mass of people to me. You feel like people that see me in a parking lot or a coffee shop or a farmer's market and say hello. So here's what I want. I want to read and think and laugh and sit with you all like people do. It was very foolish to begin a life on the internet where I try endlessly to love strangers deeply, but I am a fool and I am doing the best I can. And I'm here heartbroken because it often feels like folks find me too consumable to want me back. Mutual wanting is something that real people do and I, I am in a zoo. Despite all this, I want to read with you. Do not woo at me. <laughs> I am not a marvel. I am a person and I am still dying slowly. I am a person that thinks endlessly about death and tries not to smoke so much anymore. Although today I am losing that battle. <laughs> the reason I am reading in public is not because I want you to find me inspirational or heroic or smart or even good. It's because it took me three weeks to muster up the clarity and the wherewithal to read the introduction of a book that I once read cover to cover in two days. It took weeks to write about a book that I had read before. I am telling you all that my brain is fried and laid to rest after having COVID, after being sucked out sweetly by personal grief and the general public <laughs> and after trying to make sense of this incalculable number of screens my face and voice have flashed across my dyslexia is worse because i don't read and write like i used to please read with me read my essays and tell me what does and does not make sense read the books with me so that we can rebuild our minds and stave off the constant dying my brain atrophies I hold up a text on a screen and people applaud. Don't woo. <laughs> I've had dial-up internet until I was 13 and now my face has been on tens of millions of screens. My mind is dripping out of my motherfucking ears. I'm going, I'm going insane. Please say hello to me. So in conclusion... <laughs> After a lifetime of hiding in plain sight, I am here and I have accepted that I am supposed to be. I have accepted also that I am not quite human anymore and that grief was really good to feel. All the cool kids are Afro-pessimists anyways and post-humanism has been waiting for me to lay this midnight drinking to rest. Something is here after this conception of humanity. And I'm realizing maybe I am insane and also that maybe longing to be human was me begging God to settle. 
maybe there's more than human. The new conditions of my life on your screens are as follows. I blinked sometime last year and found myself in public on this expansive stage, except, hey, except, I am not really on a stage. This is my living room. I am a worm in my fertile earth trying to save myself in little jars. I reach towards what keeps me thinking. Mutual aid helps me respirate. Political thought that props up community keeps my body breathing. I am committed to being here in real time to tell you about what I am learning. I am a little worm who lives and reads. We must think about these things if we're to catch this world that falls on us like a star. A world without capitalism is not just idealistic. It is not just insane. It is inevitable. In fact, it is already on the way. It is moving towards us like a baby being born. So please do not leave me here in this plexiglass cage. Do not leave me here in this people zoo and settle for being entertained by me. I am not trying to be entertaining. <laughs> Do not use my videos to cosplay learning. This is not a stage. This is my living room. And I am having tea. <laughs> and you and I are speaking intimately about the things we read and need to survive all this. And you tell me lovingly that maybe we are banana nuts crazy. And I pour honey in your mug and remind you that death is sweet and love is grief. So it's no wonder we all feel like we're dying. No wonder we all feel insane. We clink a glass and turn the page and do whatever we can together to prepare for the coming spring. I do not care if I'm human or not. You are in my living room. Please say hello to me. Thank you for allowing me to grieve this life that I can never go back to in public. I hope the work of your day passes through your hands with ease. 